0: You have entered the place of no return. This is our new Twilight Zone podcast. We have the name of the podcast for the first time. The Realm of No Return. The
1: Realm the of No The Twilight Game. Zone podcast Real
0: presented by What We Real Remember. Return. Featuring Bradley Jones, Andy Bouldenauer, and Andy Hubert. That's not a mouthful at all. Oof, no. Yeah, Let's no, put
1: it all out rolls there.
0: right off the tongue. <laughs> oh. Ooh, I like that. That's <laughs> good. Well, you
1: got straight to the point. Everyone mm. knows what this is.
0: The episode we're talking about today is called Nightmare at 30,000 Feet.
1: Do planes go that high? Yeah. Oh that's, my God, that's so scary. They definitely do. Yeah. What? That high?
0: hmm
1: Yeah, man. Dang, I didn't want to be up that high.
0: Yeah, there's even a line in this that they say they're at 30,000 feet, and like they say birds can't go that high. Yeah. <laughs> And like it's very rare for a bird to go that high
1: that's pretty high yeah yeah there's like a, a but like Adam a Scott was defiant bird. that that cannot be correct
0: yes he was yeah he was very skeptical he was like come on come on <laughs> don't, don't give me that come on don't give me that guff come on let's <laughs> we'll talk about who's in this uh, little critter of a well I know Adam episode. Scott's in this mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. Dan Carlin Erden
2: from hardcore history
0: oh yep he plays the, voice, the voice of the, of the narrator
1: the oh is that who that i yeah. knew that guy was gonna mm-hmm. be someone mm-hmm. chris what a, what a person to get
0: yeah yeah that's a gap he they, they got it they got it <laughs> they knew what they was doing and they got it getting <laughs> it was very compelling the podcast was called Enig- en- en- enigmatic? Enigmatic. Enigmatic. enigmatic 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 and we have chris Diamantopoulos, which is a fun name that i like to say so this guy is from the, episodes and he's from the
1: Sili- TV show Silicon Valley, I think. Yes, he
0: is. Yeah. He, he his character in Silicon Valley is really funny.
2: He plays like this guy who cashed in the dot com boom or something. Yeah. He's just outrageous and wild
0: all the time. <laughs> The guy who plays the pilot. Yep. Yeah. The pilot in quotes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says his name is Captain Beaumont, at the very end.
1: Joe Beaumont with an E. That's what he <laughs> says. That's <laughs> what he says. You know, right off the bat, there's something weird with this guy. Yeah. We're going to get into it. We'll get into oh, it. We'll get I'm just introducing
0: the characters. And we got Katie Finley from Man Seeking Woman. Yeah. Yep. Which is great. I love her. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's really good. And she's great in this. She is. And then I don't know who the other characters are. Those are like three big names I found.
1: So it's a smaller cast. The entire thing takes place on this plane.
0: Yeah, well, it starts in the airport. We get to that first, and Mm -hmm. then plane. This this movie starts like final destination. (laughs) It's got the classic three three location Twilight Zone-y thing. Final destination. This straight up starts. He's like, "Oh,
2: plane's leaving at ten
0: fifteen.
1: Flight Mm -hmm. ten
2: fifteen on October fifteenth, which is my birthday. Good job. Oh, is your
1: birthday on the ten fifteen? Yeah. At
2: ten fifteen. Happy at ten fifteen on ten fifteen on flight ten fifteen. You're only four years old. If I'm not on flight ten fifteen, I don't I don't age.
1: So that's why I don't fly. Oh. So this is this is a bit weird because this is confirming the story. Mm-hmm. Andy Hubert's birthday is October fifteenth, mm-hmm. and ten fifteen is throughout this episode. Yeah. So
0: I tried to look up the significance what of that, that number. I was looking for, of course, his Bible references, and I couldn't find anything that was associated. The guy's main character's is Justin. There's no Justin ten fifteen. Yeah. Like the other characters named oh, you didn't, Joe. No, no,
1: there is the Bible, Justin 1015. 15. Oh, is there? Yeah, the prophet Justin. <laughs> the prophet
0: Justin didn't seem right. Yeah. I didn't even bother Dude, looking it up. he was always playing football in the background, throwing frisbee. Uh, this
2: just He in. wore
1: sandals and he took them off and his feet stunk. <laughs> they all so wore sandals bad. back then, Andy. So it's bad. Just...
2: <laughs> With a backwards cap? Oh, okay, oh, nope, that okay, was his look. Okay, Justin 1015. His, his, signature, his signature was the backwards Justin cap. Justin
0: 1015 says, I just put my cap backwards. <laughs>
2: It's like guys, guys, <laughs> let's just throw a disc, bros.
0: Come on, why are we worried
2: about peace it?
1: and love, Jesus.
0: <laughs> there was a job ten fifteen, which is the closest thing I could think of, like Joe and Job, to that yeah. character's name. Mm, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah,
1: it was all reaching for what I could find. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there there may not be any specific significance of ten fifteen, but in the storyline, it there is a big significance. That number comes back even later.
0: Really, eleven fifteen is the big one. Mm, sure. <laughs> There's an even bigger one. Whoa! At the end. Okay, you let me wait in bated breath. <clears throat> okay. For that one. Adam Scott plays a reporter.
2: He's a,
1: he's a war journalist. Yeah, like a, a yeah. War, yeah. war
2: correspondent. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's
1: seen some sh- shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can say that because they drop an F bomb in this episode. Surely. Yeah, they do. <laughs>
2: they established pretty early that he is sort of recovering from his time yeah. overseas. Like he had had like a, an episode or like PTSD. He has a phone call
0: with his wife and he mm-hmm. talks about how he's over it and he's gone through therapy and he's yeah. putting the past behind him. That's a big thing that resonates throughout the episode. Is right. The past. the past is the past. But he's the past having. On, on to a new assignment, and his wife's not sure he's he should be. Yeah. He's going to Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. apparently.
1: Yeah, and she's like, You're making a, a mistake. You mm-hmm. shouldn't go on this. Yeah,
2: yeah. You're not ready. Like, you should yeah.
1: yeah, he's like, no, I'm listening to you, but like this is this is not gonna be as like scary as Yemen was or something mm-hmm. like that. He's going on this flight.
0: He meets Joe at the magazine rack. Yes. He has right. a magazine out and called Joe, The End of Civility.
1: And Joe knows him.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
1: he's a famous
2: yeah, guy. Yeah, he gave an interview and like from. You saw him on a debate now, or something. Was it just me? Or the top row of magazines on that rack. Were that Was that Camille Nanjiani? Yeah, a reference to the first episode? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, the top row say? magazines was like something about comedy. It was comedy. just like Meeting
0: on the Rise kind Yeah, of thing.
2: and it was like Camille Nanjiani's. There was character. also, yeah, Justin cool. Tremblay
0: was in the magazine below that one. He's oh, in a future episode. I didn't see that.
2: I didn't catch that. That'll be cool. That was going to be exactly my next question. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: There's also another visual thing, which maybe Andy knows about. He's talking on the phone. In the background, it says like, Mission to Mars? And
2: there's,
1: yeah, like, a I, space plane going I wasn't sure there. if that meant anything either. It might
0: be leading to a future
2: episode. That That came up again when they get to the intro. Jordan... Uh, peels. He has the paper and he like looks down or whatever. Or maybe I'm thinking of the next episode. It might, I'm not sure which one it was. It might, I think it might have been the next one. I'll bring it up then.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I watch so
2: these back to back. So, so now it's becoming
1: apparent there's a lot of little easter eggs yes, hinting there's at later episodes. Once the whole series is going to be done, it's going to be so easy to rewatch yeah, it's all of these and look for eggs. even more stuff. It's really cool. I like and the way may, they're Maybe doing I'm it. bringing this up too early, but there's even an easter egg at the end of the episode to the nightmare at 20,000 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the little tiny tiny weird creature doll. the gremlin shows the, up yeah the gremlin in like a doll form yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: so we maybe think that's how this episode is gonna go and be almost like a remake but there's no monsters in no. it the no. people are the monsters as right. these stories tend to go mm-hmm.
1: Which I love the the little, like, turn that they did. You're yeah. like, oh, okay, they're just rehashing the, the same thing. I didn't even notice, like, there was 20,000 feet and 30,000 feet. Like, I wasn't paying attention to that.
0: There's even references to two other flights, and they are related to other Twilight Zone episodes. I forget mm-hmm. which ones, but they're it's involved like planes. Yeah, they talk about two. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're Over right. the intercom, they yes. like mentioned two other flights, and those are from other Twilight Zone episodes. So... Middle East eggs all over us.
1: Well, a couple things I noticed in the magazine stand scene was that Joe, like he introduced himself, but he didn't say like what his job was or Mm -hmm. he didn't give any information about himself. Yeah. Which I, I, I'm I'm just going to say, I feel like this guy is kind of maybe a a figment of his imagination.
0: They fight club this
1: thing. Totally. Totally. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. He never has any interaction with anybody else. He never physically touches anybody else. We'll talk about the ending when we get. I to never it. know. But I didn't even notice there. that stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Upon second watch, the 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 whole thing, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. There's something weird about this guy. Mm-hmm. And the end kind of solidifies it when you rewatch it. <laughs> so he gets
0: on the plane. Mm-hmm. He immediately gives up his seat, the great guy that he is, yep. for his first class seat. Someone to sit at, mm-hmm. and then he goes and sits in the back with all of us gremlins, the riffraff, <laughs> the riffraff gremlins in the back. Yeah. And he finds
1: an mp3 player of all things you yeah know, in the back seat of his chair yeah the mp3 player was a whipple <laughs> is that right <laughs> yeah it said whipple on the back <laughs> is that, um, that's that, the name of the, the is that MP- a reference no i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what it was called least technology in a twilight zone i guess and it's an old school one it looks like maybe a 90s type yeah. of mp3 player i don't know it's got like wood panel it's on trying it. to
2: look yeah look it wants to look very retro it was,
1: it was pretty cool looking mm-hmm i liked it and because he gave up his seat, that's why he's here, and and he gets this MP3 player, mm-hmm. right? So like, if he didn't give up his seat, he wouldn't have nope. been in this situation whatsoever. That's what I'm saying. Chain reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And so the
2: MP3 player is already queued up to this podcast. Yes, because everyone's got They're already a podcast, skipped the he commercials. Said, you know? <laughs> That's pretty good. Wow, it
1: was like a minute and a half yeah, in. You you know, it was ready.
0: He, he probably pays for premium.
2: He needed he, to, uh, he didn't get to hear about like Casper mattress and all that though. I mean, like what? <laughs> Speaking how, of Casper mattress, use
0: code. <laughs> use code.
2: No realm of no return. We,
0: okay. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately just starts listening to it because he's a little inquisitive, Charlie. That's not a thing. I made that up. Oh okay. No, no.
1: Inquisitive Charlie. Mm-hmm.
0: Bald, angry gentleman sits next to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And Adam Scott realizes that this MP3 is talking about an incident that happened on this plane and how this plane mysteriously disappeared.
1: Yeah. clearly says, like, the disappearance of flight 1015. Mm-hmm. And the captain's speaking over the loudspeaker, and he's like, he hears the captain say his name at the same time that the guy... And the episode says the captain's name. So he asked the bald guy next to him to listen to the uh-huh. the MP3. He's like, this is really weird. you got to listen to it. But the bald guy was bothered about getting lice? He doesn't want to wear someone else's headphones, which I get.
0: But those aren't earbuds. But he also had no hair. Those are just, you know, ones you put over your head earphones. Right. I'm, right. I'm, I'm worried about them ones you stick in your ear. I don't want to be sticking and... It was was an over the ear, not in the ear. Over the ears are fine. This guy is just too paranoid. Also, can a bald person get lice? Get in your eyebrows, you know?
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's no fun.
0: Yeah. So he gets out, and then there's another passenger who gives him some eyes. And you're like, oh, this person's mysterious. I bet she'll play a factor later. Right. Which she does.
2: But I was kind of wondering,
1: like, why not just ask her? Hey, can you listen to this?
2: Yeah. I th- well, I think at that point he was trying to calm himself back down again. Mm-hmm. Like that's why he was like, "Oh, maybe I am overreacting." If right. This dude Right. Maybe I'm that's a moment where he says, "The
1: past is the past." Yeah.
0: The past is the past. Leave yeah, the past in the,
1: the,
3: the past. The past is past. The past is past. The past is past. The past.
0: And then we see. A nice panning shot of the entire airplane. Jordan Peele is doing the introduction over the video conferencing of the airplane. Settling
2: in for a 13-hour transatlantic flight to a land rife with ancient mysteries is Justin Sanderson. Mr. Sanderson's occupation is to uncover unbiased truth. But with an hour left before certain doom, he must ask the right questions of the right people. Landing at the truth this time will require an
0: unscheduled stopover in the twilight zone.
1: He almost gives like a little wink at the end. Yeah. It feels yeah. like he's also at the
0: island at the end of the episode. Like he's talking. Oh, from that I didn't
1: even really well. pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah. doesn't really play no. a
0: super significance, but right. And
1: then we're off. And the first thing that happens is a bird strikes the engine.
0: Yes, and it. It's well, a, it's a callback to but, the twenty thousand, but doesn't. Ooh.
1: You get to hear it and see it, though. But nobody right? else, but nobody no passengers one reacts. reacts.
0: None of the other passengers react. Oh my Nothing god. Nothing seems to happen. But Joe agrees with Justin. The imaginary pilot man agrees with Adam Scott. Right. Because he's in his brain. I mean,
1: So if a bird hits the wing, like how, or the, the turban or whatever it was? I think it would
0: just be disintegrated. I don't know if it would cause damage to the plane at how, all.
1: How bad, or like how big of an explosion would that be?
0: I mean, a goose yeah, brought know. down that flight over New York that well, Sully feel like had to I it save. was like a whole flock of geese that he oh, sucked up. Yeah. I feel like so a whole flock of eagles.
2: Yeah, what, what's the what's
1: the band? <laughs> the flock of seagulls. So, yeah, there you go. Oh yeah, flock of <laughs> eagles. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I mean, if it was just one bird, although they're, they're way too high, which is another noted point. Mm-hmm. They're where birds should not be. Yeah, I think only like a condor of some like weird species flies that high. They uh, hit a the whole other, condor.
0: All the other birds fly like twenty thousand or lower. Again, did he? Did they hit one though? No, was they did it in his mind?
2: The
1: other thing is, how do you get a podcast on a 1990s MP3 player? <laughs> I mean, you just I mean, you're gonna it. Go, you're going to go through that effort when you got a cell phone? That
2: is a lot of effort. Yeah. I kind of like right. an MP3 player. I, hey,
1: I liked it too. It looked cool. Mm-hmm. But come on, logic.
2: <laughs> the, the twilight zone is all about logic and things making sense okay <laughs> the, the, this doesn't make sense that doesn't fit with twilight zone
1: no i mean like the the interesting part is that you don't know what's real and what's not i yes. wasn't
0: fully sure what year it was set mm-hmm. the only year we it see is 1996
1: bit, he had those airpods so mm-hmm. i mean that's like, true he come had on, he's in the future
2: he was a fancy dude oh well, yeah yeah. they just yeah, came out right. with those you're right
1: like now That's true He already had them no, he was so far in the future. Oh yeah. wow! Like a month, maybe.
0: <laughs> maybe that podcast was imaginary too. It could have been sure. something that triggered the movie. That's like something he used to use Ooh, back when he did too. interviews or something
1: like that. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't even. Uh, yeah, it's I possible. wasn't even thinking about all this. But mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of the whole weird... episode tries
2: to make you question like everything. So yeah,
1: right. You're kind of living in
0: his reality, which is mm-hmm. not really real. Adam Scott jumps into the bathroom. Call back to the old episodes. Mm-hmm. John Lithgow and. William Shatner, you do the classic splash the water on your face to calm down routine. Does that work? Yes. You did it. It makes you feel so good. Yeah. Yeah, it re energizes you. I think Mm. I did it once, but I I think I
1: knew that I was doing it because movies did it. You
0: can't. You gotta go into it genuinely. It feels good.
1: I, no, I'd I go need, in the bathroom right now.
0: I, I'd feel
2: better. I
1: needed it, but then I was also like, I'm doing a movie scene as I was doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that every and then time I, I do like, that. Oh. I'll do that. like, I need to yeah.
2: help. I need to wake up this morning or something to mm-hmm. splash water in your face. But I'm always, yeah, I'm always thinking about you do the dramatic look in the mirror, yeah. like face dripping.
0: You <laughs> get the towel on your face. You lean over that sink and you just, you know. He had a little bit of dribble coming out, though. A little bit. He goes back. No one believes him about the plane. He tries to get the stewardess's help. Oh, right. No, bu- he, no biting. He's there. Like
1: irritating, though yeah I mean yes. he's like well, he's starting he's, to annoy them he's like digging he that button the, he a dings, bunch he, dings, he dings a button a few he, times he's like well, no can't wait it can't wait yeah, come he here right now like
2: down. very Keeps needy, needy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they're like oh, we got one of these on
0: the plane right great and
2: it's a long flight yeah that's gonna be a long
0: one and he starts listening to the mp3 more right for clues of what's happening yeah he starts like taking notes while listening mm-hmm
1: and so it points out a couple characters. Like, the first one it points out is that there is a a guy who is affiliated with some Russian crime family. And he's going to Tel Aviv to testify against the Russian mob. Yes. Yeah. He's in witness protection. Yeah.
0: So... Uh, I- I- Igor.
1: Igor. So... And this is probably the character's biggest mistake is that he doesn't just listen to the whole tape.
0: Yeah. That's also something you mm-hmm. just got to like forgive, I guess, but right. No, he should I mean, just like... sit down and listen to it. There's 20 minutes left. There's an hour supposed to be. It's happens. anything happens. Yep. But...
1: Right. And this is like, he's on a very destined path and there's no changing it. So like mm-hmm. everything he's trying to do to change it is actually what's leading well, to and... the end. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah.
2: It was interesting because like it, with the intro, like peel, says like depending on the questions he asks like will determine whether or not like it comes true or something um so it was kind of interesting because that you're always sort of wondering like oh like what does he need to ask and when mm-hmm. and i think the idea is simply that he's constantly asking the wrong questions mm-hmm.
1: so right which cut co- which plays into the ending too. what yeah. jordan peele says about him not not investigating himself
0: yep it's also just a self fulfilling prophecy in a way where he's. That's go, what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: It's totally a self fulfilling yep. prophecy. Yeah. So Igor is in the front of the plane. Before
0: that is the disturbance of electronic devices. Oh, yeah. Oh, right.
1: Right, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You're right. You're right. So, so he thinks that these. They, they seek. Yeah, they call the, themselves the seek. Yeah.
0: The podcast mentions something about like they losing communication with the plane. It's going through possible scenarios yeah. of what could have caused the disappearance. And the first mm-hmm. one is an electronic device.
1: So did they think that he thought they were terrorists? Yeah, he thought he was possibly. singling
2: them out because
0: mm-hmm. he thought they were uh they're, there we're was like They were like, him. We're we're yeah.
2: we're Sikh. Well that's what they say. yeah, they point out that they're Sikh being like you're you're profiling us, mm-hmm. like cut it But out he terror. just wants the
0: device to get turned off.
2: Yeah. Which I didn't really
1: know why. Because the podcast out. was telling him to. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The podcast is okay. literally saying, I look, look
0: for electron something that will cause electronic disturbance. Yeah. And he yeah. starts like, you need to turn that off right now, sirs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because okay. it could be the possibility of it.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I must have missed that line. Yeah.
0: I was on a forum researching stuff for this episode. Were you? And there was... Someone who wrote an article that literally got like everything wrong in the episode and like pointed facts out that didn't exist, and one of them was like he was like racially profiling people. It's the first time I ever responded somebody via my Facebook profile to like a <laughs> forum and be like, "No, you weren't paying any goddamn attention to this TV show. It was because electronic device told him to look for that. He wasn't actually profiling people because of their race. Yeah, yeah. That's something that you put in your brain, and, like." Are, sure. are seeing that doesn't exist, right? And, it, he, and there was like several times in the article where it kept happening. Oh, I was so angry Oof. about this. And there was other comments <laughs> like about it, like you aren't. Did you watch the episode? <laughs> You're getting just basic facts of things wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're getting people's names and places incorrect. It's like what are you? He needed to watch it. I'm a second frustrated. Time. I'm frustrated with online. That's <laughs> that's a news. summary of everything. It's yeah, fake news, news it's, it's, out there. So much
1: fake news. Damn it, Trump was right. I, Damn. <laughs> I'm so upset. How Dude, right God our president
0: is about fake news.
1: God damn it. <laughs> oh, boy. I hate
0: him. I
1: hate that media.
0: But getting back to that, he just gets more
1: paranoid. Yeah, I and forgot people about that. To... That was a kind of a minor thing, too, because he there's a lot of times where he's, like, very serious about it. And he's like, but you need to turn that off. But then the moment the stewardess is like, all right, go back to your seat. He's like, okay. All right. You're right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, willing to, like, relent a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But he's unrelentless. He becomes unrelentless, totally. Yeah,
3: Because
1: he's going to die. Is like That's like the fear in the back of his mind.
0: Mm-hmm, that the plane is going to disappear, and he's the only one that can stop it. Right. It's all projection. Right. Mm-hmm. None of it's real. Mm-hmm. Right. And he goes to investigate the what he thinks are the Russian mafia guys. Yeah. They're just Russian soccer players mm-hmm. out to hang out. They were having a game with Tel Aviv. When he mentions the name Igor, Igor comes rushing in from first class to be like, what is going on here? What is going on? Oh, I didn't even... I, I, had, a, I okay. had one, okay. I had one okay. brief good Russian accent and I lost I it. I didn't read that. I didn't realize that either.
1: <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that either. That was a The guy Igor? with the ponytail came running oh. out first class. That makes more sense. I was like, what so is he talking is about?" this guy? What is my borscht? In? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so they actually were soccer players. Yeah. Okay. He's just following. He's just following what the podcast is what telling this podcast him. Podcast is saying
0: one hundred percent. And then he gets rushed back to his seat again. And the podcast says, "There's one more person of interest: Justin Sanderson."
1: Which was a beautiful moment. <laughs> it was, it His was, was like it was really a cliffhanger mm-hmm. like the 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 directing was beautiful at that moment. yeah, mm-hmm.
0: there's a fun line where he says, "I've had a mental breakdown before. Yeah. I know what it's like. It was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's like so, it's, this isn't the first time he's gone nuts so.
1: Yeah. And I feel like maybe he was saying like when someone has PTSD, they have like night terrors, they have flashbacks. So they're, they're reliving a lot of experiences. They're having a lot of anxiety. I think what he was saying is like, it was different because he's having some weird, like, it's almost like a disconnect from reality in a way. Right. Is what he's experiencing more, like, is this delusion, he's like, yeah, full of, full of it... like,
2: you know, visual and oral hallucinations at that point, which is, yeah, he's like, this is not what it was like for me before. Like, this is, yeah. I know
0: this is real. He also wants to see himself in a, as a hero, maybe a little bit. Like, he wants to be yeah. a good guy who yeah. saves everybody. Mm-hmm. Sure. Maybe it's in the back of his head, like, he, ha- He is like a very moral character.
1: Like, he gave up his seat. Mm-hmm. He didn't yeah, that's do where that. it starts. He didn't, didn't even get, like, any recognition for it, other than a thank you.
0: That might have just been, like... After that point, you're in the Twilight Zone. And then, like, <laughs> right. he got so angry that he didn't get recognized for his, his action that he, like, had went in there and this all started. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So maybe if just, like, one other person would have said, hey, you did a good job letting your seat go, bud. Could have all <laughs> been avoided. A, he that, uh, that recognition. <laughs> the, the
1: butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
0: He just needed a little bit more encouragement. He wasn't getting it from his wife. He was getting it from his imaginary friend, Joe. Yeah because yeah. that's what he wants. Yep. <laughs> and every time something comes up, Joe's right there to be like, hey, buddy, I saw it too. You're, you're thinking the right thing. So with, I yeah. believe you.
1: Mm-hmm. He was saying, like, was there... Did we hit a bird? Like, mm-hmm. did this happen? And then afterward, Joe, Joe comes, up comes up and he's up like, and like, I'm a pilot. I know we hit a bird. I believe you. Yeah. He's, like, giving all this information to feed oh, yeah. into it more. He's like, sure. He's just like, this is what he wants to hear. I'm going to tell him exactly what he wants to mm-hmm. hear.
3: Mm-hmm. It was... real headache coming out of Dulles. They used to pilot for Northern Gold Star. They let us catch rides on flights if there's room. Yeah, was a good flight crew. Donner, the pilot, Nick and Tammy. I work with them a lot. The thing is, they don't know. i will never tell you what's really going on. I don't fly anymore. One too many mistakes I can't take back. Oh, yeah, that was a birdie.
0: I don't know what it has to do with anything, but he is also dr- always drinking alcohol. Joe is. Yeah. He always has like a bottle. Maybe mm-hmm. it's I don't know what it represents. So I mean, that could but... be Fight Clubby too. Like maybe Adam Scott's
1: character is also was the one
0: drinking. drinking. Yeah, like... could be. That never gets played up or not, but.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. So after the Russian stuff, yeah, the pilot gets he's, he's really mad looking at him. For the, the air pilot marshal, comes back, he's looking yeah. for the air marshal. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. the pilot yes does come back mm-hmm. and tells him to sit down. Yeah. And then he doesn't sit down. No. And then the pilot has to come back again mm. and tell him to sit down. And that's when
0: the air marshal intervenes. And, t- and it turns out it was the up. one, the lady, who was sitting who was across from eyeballing yep. him. Eyeballing
1: him a, in a hoodie the mm. entire time.
0: Going back out to one more thing, Joe encourages him to look like he is up to something to kind of like root out who the air marshal is. And that's why he goes to investigate like the Russian stuff. And there's yeah. even scenes where the air marshal like peeks up over her chair in the background to see what's going on.
1: I think he was actually saying that, like, if you're an air marshal, you want to be undetectable or I forget exactly. Well, you don't
2: want them to know that you're the air marshal. Yeah. yeah so if you was saying, though, so I, had to re- I don't know
1: if it was exactly that point that you were making.
0: I had saw it three times. And <laughs> what I'm gathering from what he was saying was in order to figure out who the air marshal is, you have to act like you're a crazy person. Mm-hmm. And then the air marshal will reveal himself. Okay. As if you were playing werewolf Maybe, or, you're, you're bangs, or right. bang. You're probably right.
1: I think I'm, I interpreted it a different way, but now I can't even remember. because was I did, it, was, it, kind of I did it the first way, too. There's, yeah. Yeah.
0: But <clears throat> after seeing it three times, I think that's where I landed on it.
1: Yeah. So he finds the air marshal mm-hmm. and then somehow cut. She's listened to the whole thing or some of the thing because she says, I listened to it, but it's just a podcast and it can't predict the future so it's like "Did how much did she listen I think it to might have just been placating
0: she might have just been placating yeah, it
1: could be. yeah it's hard to really tell if she actually did listen to it because mm-hmm. she also says
0: another confusing line which I thought meant more than it did where he, where she says something about it's easier to believe something doesn't exist and just move on with your life
3: it was a weird line Yeah, mm-hmm. I've had a mental breakdown before okay I know what it feels like I know what it is and this isn't it this feels different Okay, I am not caught up in the past here. This is now, this is real, and I have evidence to prove that I know what's going on here. Justin, being wrong is an easier scenario for you to wrap your head around, because it's reality. And it's one you can recover from.
1: She was just basically saying, like, why not just believe what we're saying because right. that's actually reality yeah. instead of what you're going through. Yeah. And that's why I was like, no, this is not, like, I've had a mental breakdown before. This is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, he's not feeling validated or believed whatsoever. No. Which he, yeah, he th- doesn't I think solve
2: th- his problem. He, he feels like they're judging him because they know
1: that, like, he
2: has had these problems in the past. So they're like, oh, he's just having another episode or something. So he, And he's, like, trying to convince them that it's not that and that they're just dismissing him out of hand.
3: Yeah.
1: So
0: she stands mm-hmm. up. She gets called over by the pilot to have a little conversation. The MP3 player drops out of somewhere and lands on the chair. Adam Scott finally listens to it. Starts yeah, finishing she, the whole yeah. thing. And then Joe comes over, talks with Adam Scott for a little bit, saying he's bleeds everything. And yeah, I,
1: this is the scene where you're like, okay, yeah, Joe is totally fake.
0: Joe comes up with this like super great plan to like, Out of if, oh man, if only I could get into that pilot's cockpit, I could save everybody because I'm a pilot and I yeah, know things. Yeah, I, could do th- I could drop the altitude and do this and all the mass would mm. fall down. People would go to sleep and I'd be able to land the plane safe. And Scott's like, you have to do that. Yeah, That's the only solution, Joe. Yeah,
1: Because Adam Scott says to him, like, you're a pilot. You can land this. And then immediately Joe's just like, OK, I'm going to do this. I'm mm-hmm. going to go into the cockpit. I'm going to knock them out. I'm going to drop the oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> but there won't be any mm-hmm. oxygen in there. So they'll all pass out. Joe incepted
0: gonna... that idea into him. more. he was. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, he was way too on board, way too fast. Mm-hmm. He's been waiting for Justin to just finally go. Like, we're ready to do this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So within a little bit, like he grabs him an oxygen mask. He's like, you're going to need this. And then he's like, I'm going to go do this thing. But he's like, I don't know how to get into the room. The room. And this is where that number comes back up. Mm-hmm. Because that number has been popping up so many times. And Scott's like, well, I know the, the passcode. It's 1015. Joe. Yeah.
3: You're a pilot. Yeah. You've flown a plane like this before. Northern Cold Star 765. You can land this plane safely. You can turn us around and land us in Canada safely before we vanish. I I can't get in there. Before takeoff, every flight crew has issued an override code to that keypad to get in the flight deck. I don't know that code. It's 1015. Did your podcast tell you that too? Yes. That's the answer. When I get in there, I'm going to drop the cabin pressure and raise the temperature. I'm going to put everyone to sleep. We don't want a panic situation on our hands. Well, won't the oxygen mask drop to Yeah, sure, but I can handle that from in there. It's perfect. They'll be putting their masks on. They won't realize there's no oxygen flow. They'll be fast asleep. Listen to me. You're doing a good thing. You are saving these souls.
1: He basically goes into the cockpit, knocks out
3: knocks on yeah. both of the
1: pilots out immediately. cold cold yeah. cock and then like they both don't really pilots. show it much but he looks like he's really kicking them too. yeah <laughs> he's
0: like
3: he's, he's like beating them I'm up. pretty
0: sure he killed the pilots
1: I mean <laughs> he might was, have
2: he was beating them so
0: hard it disrupted the digital feed from those
2: cameras <laughs> that's how hard
0: he beat them yeah and this is an awesome part because it's almost like a one where you see Joe get up out of his seat go in there do the code and like in the video camera knock out the pilots and then the camera like moves around the plane and you just see like moments everyone's of Joe like saying, yeah. knocking the and everyone's pilots freaking out everyone's freaking this. out Adam Scott's like oh what's going on oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right he's like yeah.
1: looking at the stewardess like are you gonna do something
0: so much havoc is happening and Joe is just trying to calm down everybody there's this one awesome moment where for whatever reason there's like a quick cut where it's just like Joe's face like right into the camera <laughs> and then it cuts back to him normal it's like <laughs> That was creepy as fuck. <laughs> that was too close. Yeah, exactly. Where was that, where was that camera?
1: <laughs> there's so many beautiful close shots in this entire. This like, whole episode is so shot far. really well. Yeah, like,
0: I didn't know, realize it was going to carry over from episode to episode, but there's a very particular look to yeah, the Twilight Zone. And
1: I love that it's so consistent.
0: It is a lot of off-centered camera angles. Mm-hmm. A lot of very shallow focus, which
1: is what the original Twilight Zone was like. Yeah, Like, oh yeah, in terms of directing, it was it was always consistently like that. I mean, the only thing they really had, they were like, to make it weird, you do the Dutch angle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but so I, they're like, okay, we know the Dutch angle, let's mm-hmm. add to that a little bit. One of the things
2: I do really like too is, like, like we've mentioned, the episodes are very dense with references to other stuff, whether it's the original series or to future episodes or other things like that. But they never linger a camera somewhere to, to, to show you that. It's just there in the background, and then they move. Sometimes it's not even in focus, like the Gianni magazines. You you don't really ever really get to see them. They're in focus for like half a second, yeah, and then they're just in like an out of focus, like you know, depth of field position on that on that shot. And like, there's never an attempt to be like hey which so much stuff does and it drives me up the wall because right it's not like someone just like holding
1: a cup that says pepsi right and you're like (laughs)
2: destroying the flow of what you were watching for your original story so it's just one of the yeah i really like how they shoot all the references just very quick small stuff in the background for people to look for if you want to if you get them you get them and if you don't it's not like you're not being shown these things and then feeling left out when you don't get it because, like, when the camera lingers on something and you're sitting there like, why are they showing me this? Because you don't get it? That, like, then you just feel like there's part you're missing and now you're out of the movie. Right. And, I dry, yeah, it drives me up the wall when those kinds of things happen, so... This so one just moving through these things is really, I right, really. So enjoy it's it. kind
1: of good for a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah, you exactly. were really into the Twilight Zone, or you really into this series, yeah. like you, you may pick up on. It reward ones. a
0: fan, but you don't have to be a fan to enjoy it, which
1: exactly. is a lot
2: of fun. Mm-hmm.
0: it's always the goal. Joe knocks out everybody on the plane. Air mass drops down. His yep. plan has worked. Right. Adam Scott's Everyone passes out, wandering you know. around with his little oxygen mask. Right. <laughs> the MP3 player told Adam Scott earlier. That you know that the, the pilot, last thing the, the pilot says is "Good night, New York." Yeah, right. And Joe says "Good night, New York." And Adam Scott says, "Oh shit, he's the pilot." He like looks up. <laughs> yeah. He's
2: like,
1: oh, he was the pilot. <laughs> he, he like does
0: like a. I've made a
1: huge mistake. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of those. <laughs> it wasn't good. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I did like, a bad, oh, bad shit. thing. <laughs> but my one thought was, you know, the code. Like, why can't you just go in? But. What are you gonna do? Everyone's yeah. passed out. Yeah,
0: you can't fly a plane. So, and you are also technically Joe up there and passed out. That's sure, true. Too. Sure, <laughs> there are two sides to a coin. There, and
1: maybe like he he falls asleep. Is this just like Justin coming back to reality, or like is that significant in some way? Because like Joe just like he's like I'm gonna go fly this thing, but then like he just falls asleep instead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, is that relevant for something? Like. Well,
0: I don't know. Ad, I don't Adam Scott so. can't fly a plane. He, <laughs> he can fly if he, a plane. Yeah, and that's if he's, for sure. And if he's Joe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe the altitude eventually gets to the cockpit and he passed out. I'm not sure the significance of it. Yeah. If that's like okay. different than the rest of the plane or yeah. not.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess, is it like a, um, a metaphor or something like that? Like, yeah. Now Justin knows, mm. like, that was like the final piece. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so this is about to happen. No. This is why this is happening. The
0: plane smashes, but, crashes. Yeah.
1: And he wakes
0: up. He, he looks around. Nobody's there. He's yep.
1: on a desert island. And just out in the sea, there's like you can luggage see wreckage and luggage, stuff. Yeah. Like washing in and there's the rest of the plane. And here we
0: get the the reference to the original. You see the gremlin. Right.
1: The little gremlin guy. The gremlin
0: doll. There's also a reference to older Twilight Zone episodes where it's like the last man alive. Whereas as the audience, you think he is the only survivor. Sure. Yep. Sure. Yeah. And he finds the MP3 player. There's a sequel to the podcast. Yeah, he was listening. Yeah, it's There's a like part two. Part yeah. two. The end of civility. We thought this story mm-hmm. was over, B- but it gets weirder. <laughs> <laughs> Three months later, all of these people were found except for Justin, the rip- interviewer. And guy. he's
1: listening to it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh no, I'm on the wrong island. That's
2: when he realizes, I really should just listen to the rest of this first
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I thought. I was like, yeah. just finish it. Just finish the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, and that's when he sees like, the kid. The one kid. little
2: kid. One yeah. kid he'd up. given up the seat so that his dad could sit with him. Mm-hmm. He sees that kid and he's like, oh, it's the kid. And then everyone starts to uh, show up. Yeah. And that's when like, you realize, because Igor... the podcast has said like, they found everyone on this island except Joe, and you're yeah. like, nobody knows oh, where Joe shit. went. We Justin. Know where Justin, is. Justin yeah. yeah, where Justin went. And
1: Joe is not there. Yes, yes. no Joe. There is Notably. no Joe. That, there never was. That, like, that's a nail in the coffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all of these people murdered him. Oh, yeah. yeah, And then... And then All just said they don't secret. know where he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. they
0: all kept it. A they secret. were real mad. Yep. <laughs> and they somehow survived on that island for three months, which is good on yeah, them.
1: That's true too. Yeah, they were just on that like uh, what, what was it? It's called In like Crescent a, Island of some kind, an atoll yeah. Off, yeah. off of Toll or Canada, something like that. Atoll, or... yeah, an atoll, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It didn't really look like there was enough space for them to all live there and survive <laughs> three months. He gone got his. Mm-hmm. and then we th- so then like Swift that's going to be a
2: spin-off series
0: that's like lost it's going to be all yeah, that, all, that all, turned all those into people lost. living this guy directed three episodes of lost
1: this <laughs> a go. lot of other tv shows hey if too, you're going to get yeah. someone to direct all this i would say,
2: to be fair there's like a 100 million people that directed episodes of lost so mm-hmm. that's <laughs> sure that number yeah. seems
0: inaccurate but are you sure i'm sure it's probably like a 100 at tops <laughs> 100, <laughs> 100 million 100 is what i think it's supposed to be if i remember right
1: i don't know andy sounds confident
0: yeah, yeah. So what are we dealing with with this episode? This is my favorite part of the podcast. Paranoia. Planes. Mm-hmm. Questioning reality.
2: Questioning it's a, reality. Um,
1: Not being able to trust people. Yes. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like the it's like the podcast said, too. Like, asking the right questions. He was questioning everyone around him. He should have been questioning himself. should have been questioning
0: himself, yeah.
1: For every action, there's an opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. The misdirect. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Couple, yeah. Dealing Couple with an misdirects. imaginary character.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's kind of like he's so involved in it to the point where he actually starts to do harm. Like that's like exactly what happens,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that like people people do that all the time.
2: Yeah, well, it's yeah. Uh, it, you, the viewer too. You're watching this, wanting you're you're sort of expecting it to be like a, he's. They're like, oh man, these people think he's crazy, but he's the one trying to save their lives, and like nobody believes you're, me. You're like, yeah, you're like thinking like you're you're sort of in that position up until a point. All of a sudden, you're like is he though and like you have to yeah that turn which is a lot of fun yeah this episode was great i really liked it a lot i
0: thought it was fantastic believing like conspiracy theories there's a little bit of that
2: Mm -hmm.
3: where it's
0: like you find the information that you want to hear more than what's happening around you what is actually happening yeah which gets brought up by the air marshal right right you know if you just pay attention to what's happening around you instead of listening to this podcast you'd see that everything's fine yeah right Uh,
2: podcasts are a big part of this one yeah delete every podcast never listen to a podcast so that (laughs) 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 did the
0: podcast get deleted mid
2: recording yeah it sounded like it did i was like did it happen (laughs) we're in the twilight zone we got deleted halfway through we made the realization Mm
1: -hmm. yeah i'm trying to think back if there's any episodes that are similar to this in style and i mean i'm not just a few that take
0: place on a plane
1: yeah there's
0: probably some imaginary character ones i'd have to imagine
1: yeah and i, I think i'd be stretching it if i tried to just pull one randomly out of, mm, sure. out of the
0: air yeah i don't want to force it
1: right right but it seems like a fully fledged original story
0: it takes maybe your perception of what it could be with the gremlin on the wing mm-hmm. and it's like now nah, we're not doing that we're gonna do this other thing
1: which was the right move? Yeah,
0: I'd have liked to see a monster. I hope a monster shows up at some point. Oh, it's got. I to, need a right? monster I feel and like I need an alien.
1: Two episodes from now, oh. just you wait. You thinking? Oh yeah.
0: No <laughs> spoilers. I don't. I don't even like to watch the recaps oh, for the next episodes. Oh, oh, oh. We got
1: a monster episode coming up. soon. <laughs> <laughs> I want monsties and I want aliens. <laughs> it's I gonna be good. I'm really well, excited. Well, it's hard to tell if it's monsters or aliens. Good, yeah, it's yeah, one or the other. It's Twilight Zone. I want so. it.
0: Give it to me. I'm ready. Stop teasing me. One other thing I want to mention, I watched a documentary... On um, the planes that are used in movies, there's just a big warehouse in Hollywood, California that has an interior set of a plane, an mm. exterior set of a plane. You can dress it up however you want, paint it however you like, change the seat covers. It's got all these different like take-out windows, take-out doors, put the camera in weird places. It's almost like a um, a Disneyland ride. That's really cool. Yeah. That's pretty And sweet. it's like almost like every single time you ever see a, a plane in a movie or TV show, it's this plane. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah, it's like, like <laughs> you can just do anything you want inside of it and change it however
1: you like. It's, well, it's a really they, cool location. As like the the oxygen masks are dropping down, they change the color scheme inside the plane to Everything's a red. Everything's customizable yep. within this. I really like red running plane. lights at the floor. That was another thing
2: I liked in the first episode, and, it, and I like in this one is like the the colors they're using and they constantly changing the whole palette is really cool. I really like how they do that. Lots the, of blue. in The this red episode. like made
1: it seem more tense blue too. As like mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. final scene.
2: Blue, I think, and those were the same two kind of major colors from the club in the first episode.
0: Speaking of music, "Fly Me to the Moon" plays. Oh yeah, two yep. times in this one, either alluding to a moon episode coming up or a space episode, or oh, it's also fitting for the show. Yeah. But good
1: point. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and like you said, there was the reference to like a, a possible pe- Mars episode Mars or mm-hmm. something.
1: Yeah. So there's some some type of Mars or space. I think we're in for a space episode. episode yeah. I'm very excited about. Yeah, it's, it. gonna, it's gonna be, be awesome. real good, because everything so far, has been set in modern times. So, mm-hmm. like, it's all got to be modern, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, the original series, like, it's hard to tell. Yeah, there's exactly robots and things are. in yeah. it.
0: Yep. I think it's, like, almost alternate realities, I would say. Because sure. in the poster of the mission to Mars, it says there's been big developments since our first try in 1996 to go to Mars. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of alternate... Yeah, so it's still, and yeah, they kind of play with how it is. Right, they, we they, maybe haven't seen enough to They do to determine do, that. The next episode we're going to talk about does have pop culture references in it, so that kind of, like, dates it to make it think it's in the present in our world,
1: but... Okay. Overall, like, what were your impressions? Like, you really enjoyed the episode? Do you feel like it was stronger than the first one? It was... It was... It moved faster.
2: I like this and it was one... And it was shorter. I like this one more, but I think that's just because... Oh well, yeah, you're right. It, it, exactly right. It's faster, so you get... I think engaged with it just sooner. Mm-hmm. The other one's a much more slow burn, but man, yeah, like I, th- I felt a lot more tension in this episode than I did in the first one, which again, I think is just a, a pacing thing. Not that the pacing in the
0: first one's wrong, I think the pacing in the first one is exactly what I it is. I like should its be. ending a lot, but I think maybe Adam Scott didn't play the character as well as somebody else could have. Hmm. I didn't. He's like, he's just such a just gentle, like warm character. Well, see, I, I feel like thought that, that was, was deliberate though. It, though. Yeah, because
2: that, yeah. that endears him to the viewer. And yeah, you, could you be. want to believe that he really is. I trying mean, who to doesn't like Adam
0: Scott? He's not crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> so you like kind of almost like feel bad when he does get his comeuppance because you do like Adam Scott as a person. Yeah.
3: Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But Chris Diamantopoulos being like the jerk, like he kind of fills that role. Mm-hmm. Now, he never gets his comeuppance, but... Right, that's right. true. He's not as Shatnery or Lithgow-y as, Li- <laughs> yeah. as Lithgow or Shatner, in terms of, like, paranoia.
1: Yeah, he's... And- I mm-hmm. would say he's definitely in the middle of the two. I thought he was as sweaty as both of them, though. They did a good <laughs> job. They did a real good like, job. Like, Lithgow yeah. does a really good Spraying intensity, and sometimes mm-hmm. a little over the top, but it totally works. And then, like, Shatner is like, very stiff, and, like... I don't Pretty know, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like having trouble getting it all out. So like, Adam Scott's like right down the middle, mm-hmm. I would yeah, say, I between think you're the right. two.